Alright, we're going to come back to Guns N' Roses. Because we have to play that. And we have to play the guitar solo as well. But we're going to Auckland now to speak to Melissa DeToy. Skipper on the last leg, I think it was, aboard Sterner. And also a navigator and a mate on legs one, three, and four. Now, let's find out a little bit more about what the Ocean Globe race is. Melissa, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, your time. How's it going? Good morning. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks very much. Stress levels are high. Everybody's getting ready. When do you, um, when do you I'm leave on again? my way down to the, to the marina now to go and catch up with Vui on uh, Maiden so that she could also join the call. And then uh, then I've got, got to get to the boat and get everybody ready to go. <laughs> When do you leave? On Sunday? Uh, we're, everybody has to be off the dock at 12. So in about four hours. And then the race, actual start of the race is at 2 p.m. New Zealand time. Oh, well, thank you very much for chatting to us then. What was it like coming from Cape Town to Auckland? Like South Seas, no modern technology. What was that like? <laughs> Ah, yes, it was um, a first experience for all of us. Um, I think uh, the the biggest, uh, I guess the highlight of the trip was seeing the southern lights, Aurora Australis. Um, that was incredible. Um, and also orcas for the first time ever. And uh, the biggest seas I think uh, any of us have ever seen before. So, uh you know, sometimes you're at the top of this wave and and you're looking down into a massive valley. <laughs> so, um, yeah, incredible. What? And you you don't have all of that satellite navigation in this race. That's part of the Ocean Globe race, right? How do you manage to? Yes. How do you know where you are at any one time? Uh, most of the time you don't. <laughs> most of the time uh, you're. <laughs> Uh, you know where you're not, uh, at least. So, um, yeah, we have, uh, we're using a, a sextant and celestial navigation. So, um, all the old school technology. Um, so, you're in the Southern Ocean, it's quite a challenge because you hardly ever see the sun. It's quite uh, gray all the time. Um, but when the sun does come out, uh, the sextants come out and, uh, yeah, you're, you're taking the angle of the sun uh, from the horizon and then um, doing sort of uh, mathematics that they've worked out, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago in Shackleton's time or before that even. And, uh, yeah, incredible um, to use that to work out your position to within uh, probably 10, 5 or 10 miles. Wow. Now, you were skipper for the Cape Town to Auckland, right? Yes, I was. I uh, I was relief skipper. I took over from uh, Rufus Brand, who was, uh, he was supposed to be skipper for the entire race. But uh, yeah, due to unfortunate circumstances, he had to stay in South Africa. And uh, yeah, I had to step in last minute uh, to do the second leg. And uh, now we have uh, Jeremy Bagshaw, who took part in the Golden Globe race, um, joining us for the third and fourth leg. Um, and the Golden Globe race is the same route that we're doing. It's just single-handed. Mm. And that's the one that uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Noshefer, uh, who is a South African, she won it, actually. That's and the right. first woman yes. uh, uh, to, to win the Golden Globe race, yeah, a single-handed round-the-world race ever. So, yeah. Pretty, pretty epic. <laughs> what does a skipper do on a boat? 
Um, you as a skipper, you everything from uh, electrician to uh, rigger to engineer to mother to agony aunt. Um, <laughs> Um, pretty much uh, everything. Uh, it's less about the sailing, I guess, and more about the people management at the end of the day, uh, which is why I'm pretty, I'm pretty chuffed that Jeremy is joining us again, so that I can focus on uh, enjoying the sailing more and uh, less on. I'm leaving the people to him. <laughs> and, and obviously, there's the more pressure. Do you get to rest at all? It's, it takes days to get from one place to another. Yeah, so the first leg took us 50 days in total. The second leg was um, 47 days at once. But I think uh, we had to, after leaving Cape Town, we had to turn back to Mossel Bay because we had um, we had issues with our rudder stock. Uh, there was water coming in through the rudder stock. So, so we had to get the boat out of the water and uh, and repair that. And uh, then after leaving Mossel Bay, it took us 47 days to get to Auckland in total. So, And I think this leg is hopefully the shortest. Uh, it's about just over 6,000 uh, nautical miles. And uh, so we're hoping to do it in a little bit shorter so we get to enjoy uh, Punta del Este a little bit more than we did uh, <laughs> New Zealand. It's what what is more treacherous this cape town auckland route or the auckland down through uh past or south of argentina and then going up north again which is the more treacherous of the two uh this is the big one this is the one that everybody is here for um and basically the everest of sailing mm -hmm. so or so they say um uh you know every sort of um sailor or serious sailor's dream i guess is to Round Cape Horn, and uh, this is the the leg that uh, where that happens, and um, yeah. So um, the thing about Cape Horn is that um, it's on a continental shelf, so the ocean goes from extremely deep to uh, quite shallow, relatively shallow in a very short space of time. So um, the storms and the sea state that you get around there uh, can be. Uh, extremely hairy so uh, yeah sometimes I think Jeremy's been around twice and he says the first time he didn't see Cape Horn at all and uh, the second time it was uh, calm as day so wow. you know you never know what you're gonna get yeah this this excites you though this this is a little rumble in the tummy but this is why you do what you do yes for sure uh, like I said this is the big one this is uh, what we're here for and uh, this is, you know, uh, the bucket list of everybody's on everybody's sailing, uh, sailing list. And uh, yeah, so I'm just here with Vui now on Maiden. Um, they're also just about getting ready. You ready, Vui? <laughs> she, <laughs> she's also she's a local South African from yes. Durban. Yeah, on a on a different and, boat. Uh, she's joined. Yes, on a different boat, she's joined uh, Maiden, mm -hmm. uh, who took part in the original, um, or one of the original Whitbread races, uh, all-female team. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Tracy Edwards uh, was the skipper at that stage, and she now, they have a campaign uh, with their original boat uh, that uh, Tracy Edwards skippered, and they're, they're now the Maiden Factor and taking part in this uh, Ocean Globe race, which is the 50th anniversary of the 
1973 um, uh, Whitbread race. So if you, I can hand her over if you yeah, want to chat to her for just, a bit. Just before you do, Maiden are fourth and and, yes. and your Bert Stern is 12th. Is there a little bit of friendly competition here or is that like, no, 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 she's, she's beating us badly? Oh no, we're we're in a totally different class. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're in a league of their own. They're, <laughs> they're completely uh they're they're uh, much faster boats. Um and uh they're uh, actually yeah, um yeah, it's a completely different uh, race that we're racing right. and uh hopefully this is yeah, it's all friendly competition. The um the camaraderie here is incredible. Everybody's so helpful and just amazing we're all just a massive family so uh yeah um they've i mean just yesterday uh heather thomas the, the skipper of maiden was still i mean she's got so much on her plate already but she was printing uh title charts and stuff for me to use so <laughs> so there's uh there's hardly any competition at all and we're all we're all just here for each other, really. Uh, great chatting to you, Melissa. Thank you very much. If uh, let's let's chat to Vuya and see how she's enjoying hers. Good luck down south there, and come back safely. Sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call. Let's see if we can get hold of Vuya Sile, who is, as you heard, on Maiden. Uh, phones being handed <laughs> over. Maiden is currently fourth <laughs> overall. How's it going, Vuya? You, you, Vuya, you nervous? You ready for this? Um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm a bit nervous because it's cold. South Africa is very warm. And <laughs> yeah, I think I'm ready. <laughs> uh, there, there was a, a lovely article written that you were, you were very happy to be home after that first leg. You're, you couldn't be even further away from home now, uh, but you know you're on your way back. What, what are the emotions like now knowing where you're going, knowing that you're, you're going to be halfway in the race? Um, it's pretty much nice to know that we're halfway um, uh, through the race and uh, looking forward to uh, pass the Cape Horn because passing the sailing around the Cape Horn, it's every single stream. So mm. I feel that I'm going to accomplish that and it's going to be a nice experience because not everyone gets a chance to sail around the Cape Horn. And we're almost halfway there, and then I'm going to be South Africa soon, <laughs> ensuring all my skills and experience I'll get on this iconic race that I'm doing right now. Tell me about the boat. And I was I wanted to talk to Melissa about the boat she's on, but tell me about Maiden. <laughs> what What is it? How does it work? And uh, it's it's a, I see it's got a crew of 1 to 12. How many of you are on that boat now for, for these weeks? Uh, it's supposed to be 12 girls, but on this leg, it's going to be, we're going to be 10 uh-huh. uh, due to some, uh, yes, uh, one of our media crew who was supposed to come, uh, has some family, uh, uh, he, she has like some family things to do. She wasn't able to come on this leg and we shot with one person because of some um, medical issues, but she'll be fine she's gonna be she's gonna join the next leg but yeah and the boat that i sell on it's an iconic boat mm. when i first joined the boat i didn't know it was an iconic boat uh just after i did the application when the boat was still completing the uh the world tour because it's raising funds for girls education all over the world so i applied on this boat uh it's 2024 now. In 2022, 
yes, in 2022, around uh, August. Um, and uh, I I got accepted and I uh, was one of the two girls uh, out of thousands of girls who applied on this board from South Africa. So I was one of the two girls who we accepted to join the boat in Senegal and we sailed from Senegal to Cape Town. The boat was in uh, Africa for the first time, completing the, the, the world tour. And then after we got to Cape Town, I had to fly back home. After two months, I received an email from Tracy Edward uh, asking me if I could, I would love to come back to join uh, Maiden again and sail maiden from cape town all the way to uk so i've sailed from cape town to brazil and sao paulo from there to the azores and from there all the way to the uk and i've been working on the boat trying to get it ready mm. uh, for the race and i've stayed in the uk for that time until the 10th of september when the race started until now have you got have you got flippers <laughs> for feet it's like you're never on the land <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hardly be on land, but I I enjoy being at sea. It's not safe on land. I feel much safer at sea. <laughs> I can't wait to go right now. <laughs> the, the, as you say, that's an iconic boat. It's it's kind of been refitted. At, at one point, it wasn't even fit to to sail, but it's been refitted now. But it's not it uh, because of the nature of your race that you're doing, the Ocean Globe race that doesn't have all of the tech. Is it still a very? Is it still a bit of an old fashioned boat? Yeah, it is. Not, not, nothing much uh, has changed on the boats because we have been uh, the old, uh, the previous original maiden crew has been coming to the boats, and they were like, "Oh, nothing much has changed. Wow. It still looks the same. This it has been here like the the last time. This has been here the last time. So nothing much changed on the boats. But yeah." It is a nice boat. She is nice. What is your job? What do you do? So take me through 24 hours on Maiden for Voyusele Jaka. My 24 hours on the boat. So I sleep four hours. Not really like full four hours, but we have like four hour uh, uh, watches, four hours on deck, four hours down below. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't really sleep for hours because you still have to get down below, take off all your gear. Since it's cold and wet in the Southern Ocean, there's a lot of stuff you need to so it's take like the whole 30 minutes. You still need <laughs> to make something uh, to eat, dry yourself, prepare your bed. So let's take like the whole hour before you go to bed. By the time you get to bed, you're still trying to get warm. So Another few minutes like passed by, so it ended up like sleeping like two hours and a half, sometimes one and a half. And uh, my job on the boat, so on deck, we do exchange roles. Um, sometimes I'll be on the helm, I'll be on the cockpit, but that four hours that I spend on deck, I spend that four hours almost doing everything on deck. Okay. And then down below, it's different. Uh, I've been the second engineer, engineer on the boat, but on this leg, I'm going to be the first engineer. So that's a big role and a huge responsibility that I've given. I appreciate it because they see that I have uh, uh, potential in engineering, mm. but I don't have engineering background in <laughs> South Africa, but I've been learning yeah. <laughs> uh, in the previous uh, 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 legs and the previous time well I'm still while I was still on maiden uh, assisting the the engineer on doing the engineering 
of work. And in the UK, I did some engineering courses and I've been doing that and I've been continuing learning the engineering side. So now I have to take part in being in charge of the engineering for Maiden. Uh, Maiden is such a big boat. I didn't know like all the stuff on the boats, like electrical wise Mm. and everything. So I had to learn in this time around like all the drawings and everything just in case like something goes wrong that i didn't know about because the first engineer is not doing this leg so that's why i'm taking the i've been giving this role so i think they trust me enough and my engineer the first engineer has showed me like everything that we did have a talk that she said i mustn't panic she knows that i got this i've been with her for like a long time so she trust me enough uh, for this job. So it's such a big role. And I got my team as uh, my support structure. Uh, gonna show like I've shown like some few girls like the basic just in case if you run out of water and I'm I'm still in bed, someone I've shown someone like yeah. how to make water or how to switch the the generator on to charge uh, for us like to make uh, to boil like cattle and do all those stuff. It's it's a so, lovely it's a lovely story yeah. because it, it's you will fill in and and anybody wants to take up sailing I guess as well for you is that you can you can fit into a gap it, don't don't think that you're going to be a helmsman or a navigator for the rest of your life you could be anything. Oh yes yes but as long as that as long as it has something to do with the ocean because yeah. I love the ocean I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'm capable for an office job. Maybe I can get bored easily. I don't know. Maybe in my, when I get older and then I'm tired of going and see, <laughs> maybe my retirement job will be on land. <laughs> Great chatting to you. Good luck on that Southern Ocean. We'll catch up with you when you're in South America again. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Voyasile Jacko, who's on Maiden. And thank you very much to Melissa DeToy as well, who was skipper on board Sterner. And now his first mate and navigator on Sterner for Leg 3. They're going to South America now on the ocean. Uh, the uh, ocean globe race without technology is what they're doing. They're allowed to make one phone call a week to know where people are.